What? You're wearing your dad's sweatshirt. Oh, you know, finally fits. Oh, my little chubby cheeks is all grown okay, up. Okay, okay, mom, <laughs> I try to eat something before school. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for the week of March 22nd, 2020, 2020. This is episode 76, Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the Parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. We'll be back after this brief message. And now, on with the show. This week, I'm going to take a piece of, uh, I'm going to take a, a page out of Matthew Barry's book. I'm going to give you a matter of perspective. Say there's two movies. Movie A, open with 39,000, say 40,000 in domestic box office. One of the, if not the lowest, opening weekend for this particular studio and its second weekend it dropped nearly 73 percent you know he did just over 10,000 10 million in uh in box office gross domestically now how about considering movie b movie b has a cinescore of an a minus and an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of 96% freshness. So generally, most people who've gone to see this movie really like it. Which movie would you choose? Now, before you think too long and hard on this, most likely you say, obviously, movie B. What if I was to tell you they're both the same movie? And that movie would be Pixar's Onward. Now, obviously, to add some perspective to the the box office numbers, just as this movie's released in the beginning of March this month, the whole coronavirus thing started to to come out and started, you know, affecting people not going out as much, and theaters closing early, or just not people or people not going to theaters and theaters closing. Hence the box office numbers dropping off so drastically. Well, something else drastic happened. Disney decided, since you can't go to see the movie in the theater, they're going to release it on digital early. So March 20th, they released it on digital. April 3rd, it will come out on Disney+. Plus. This is unprecedented because this would still be the time that the movie is still in the box office, still in the movie theaters, and people would be going to see it in the theaters. Well, obviously, people can't go see the movie. Disney's bringing the movie to the audience. And I decided to take advantage of... I didn't get to see it because of everything that was going on, obviously. I didn't get to see it in the theaters. So I took advantage, sat down with the whole family, watched it, and was taken back by the beauty of this movie. I wasn't sure what to think of it at first by the trailers. And 
cinematically, the storytelling, the visuals on it are just beautiful. Now, the movie stars Tom Holland, the MCU's Spider-Man, as Ian Lightfoot. Chris Pratt, MCU's Star-Lord, and many other characters, is his brother Barley Lightfoot. And the story is really about the two of them. You also have Julie Louis-Dreyfus. You know her from Pixar's Bugs Life as Princess Ada, also Seinfeld and so many other things. She's their mother, Laurel. And then you also have Octavia Spencer. You know her from Zootopia, and also she's from The Help. And she plays the Manticore, who's, who's a key character. It's it's based on very mythical stuff. You you have you know the main characters themselves are blue elves. Um, Octavia Spencer's character is a Manticore. Um, it's directed by Dan uh, Scanlon, who he helped write the movie. He also he's director of Monsters University. This is also Pixar's first movie without John Lasseter. So that's, you know, that that says a lot. This is, you know, in so many ways, unfamiliar territory or an epic journey, not in just the movie story itself, but for Pixar in how this movie was done. You didn't have Lasseter, you know, standing over and say, okay, this, we're going to do this. We're going to put this here. We're going to do that. It's really Pixar's coming of age movie. When you think of it, because, like I said, there's, there's no Lasseter. Lasseter's been there since the early days of Pixar, whenever it's still part of Lucas. And um, something else that was that was quite uh, a first for Disney movies in general. I mean, they've been putting shorts in front of their movies now for a while. But this one didn't have a short by, done by Pixar, nor did it have a short done by Disney. It was a short done by Fox. Actually had a Simpsons short entitled Playdate about Maggie in front of it. Now, unfortunately, the digital copy did not include the, the Simpsons short, so I unfortunately I was not able to see that. So I, I can't comment on, on what it was. But maybe you'll get to see it one day. It's a short. Why not? It'll be fun to watch. But this this story is an epic journey, um, without giving too much away, and I, I do try to just prevent any spoilers. So Tom Holland, Chris Pratt's characters, Ian and Barley, respectively, are you know, two brothers growing up without their their father. Their their dad died of um, an un undeclared sickness. They don't tell you what he was sick of, other than he was severely sick. And he passed away while they were both young. Ian's, um, Ian, Tom Holland's character, was is substantially younger than Chris Pratt's character. So it was, it was while they were, he was, before he could remember, uh, Barley does remember his dad somewhat, but not very well. And... They are given the gift of being able to bring back their dad for one day. And the implications, you know, Ian has always wanted to meet his dad. 
Now, obviously, he has a dad. He has pictures of his dad. He has recordings of his dad's voice. But he doesn't know his dad. He, he, he has no tangible memory of his father ever holding him, hugging him, or playing with him. And just the effects on, on a son like that. So, Ian's character, the journey, is to meet his dad and get to know his dad. Barley, on the other hand, has a different journey. And I won't mention what it is. I will leave it to you to watch the movie and find out what Barley's journey is. Besides to help Ian out on this. And this is a time, like I said, it was a mythical time. But... Magic has gone away in this land and it's become so much like ours with technology taking over and smartphones and streaming televisions and fast food restaurants and mass transportation and highways and themed restaurants and all the on the sort just like any day any city any town nowadays but Barley holds on to the belief that there was magic and that there was there's something special about the relics that were left behind that we should hold on to the past because there was something special about it and we had forgotten about what that special something special was and the gift that was given to them by their father turns out to be a magic staff a staff for our magicians to use and so Barley gets so excited about this and oh look we can do this and um and to find out that his brother can do magic and that his father did magic just got him all excited and brought a, a zest to his life. And Ian, Ian didn't buy into all this stuff. But as the journey goes on, he, he discovers kind of the connection to the past and, and how it helps him. And how there was all these grand adventures. So. I said I don't want to give too much away about this movie. And I could it so easily do so. With just trying to tell you the premise of it. But I'll tell you this. That. The ending of this movie. Was one of the first things written about this movie. And it was the. It's kind of the only part of this movie that has stayed the same from the first point on the the ending of this movie was always always what it was and some people will need to bring a box of Kleenex with them um, I thought I would but I didn't um, I, I was more moved, I guess, at the end of Good Dinosaur than this one. But it is one that definitely pulls at the heartstrings and gives you the feels. And that seems to be kind of what Pixar has been trying to go for recently. You know, let's, it's, let's do that Barbara Walters thing. Let's see if we can make you cry. But I'll tell you, this movie got me pretty well close to it. Pretty well close to it. it and it just, it's such a beautiful ending of the story and the conclusion of it and the little twists on it 
that really makes Onward something special. It, it does give it a nice spot in the Pixar library. Um, and I think it puts it up higher than some of the works in the past, even more recent past, since it is one of the more original... I mean, in the past couple of years, as far as original stories go, you had Good Dinosaur, you had Coco. Other than that, you had a lot of sequels. You know, you, you had Monsters University, you had Cars 3 and Toy Story 4. You, you didn't have, again, the originalities that, you know, the original storylines. Um, Incredibles 2. So this this was something that is an original story that it plays out very epic, episodic. It, it is that epic quest and the journey and the relationship between the two brothers as they go on this quest to, to reunite or reconnect just for a brief moment their family. And Again, it's it's done so beautifully, and it, it's a very different turn for a Pixar movie. It's not gritty so much, um, but it's not your. I, I wouldn't say it's complete your p typical Pixar movie, especially with some of the music score to it, and just kind of the way that it's done, the way that it's shot. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's definitely a Pixar movie. But the uh, there is a little more edge to it. There is a little more, uh, a little more gruff um, at parts, and like I said, this the animation in this was I, I think stunning. Um, I, I think I was watching it in 4K, but it's just completely so well. I want to use the word painted. I know that's not technically the right term. Um, some of you your artists out there will probably be yelling, it's not painted, it's computer generated. Yes, I know, it's computer generated. But it's a painting effect. It is, it is, it's artistically done just such vibrant and rich colors and so much detail in the way that the characters move in the, the, um, the natural movement of their bodies and the interaction with each other and the the the, like said, the backgrounds and the colors and everything is just so nicely done um, that it's just it really is a Pixar masterpiece no one comes down to it out of 10 I would give it let's say an 8.5 say 8.5 is a fair grade for for this movie um so when it comes around definitely definitely worth checking out either check it out on digital wait the few extra days check it out on disney plus but onward is is definitely an epic epic pixar movie worth checking out um, just just so much. I enjoyed every little moment when I come down to think of it, and just little goofy moments here and there, you know, biker gang, and um, uh, 
the biker the biker gangs i thought a nice little twist a bunch of little course pixies uh beating up on everybody um and Barty reminding everybody but this is how it was before you you you're a manticore, not the owner of a restaurant. Or you're the, the um, pixies. Pixies can fly. Why are you on motorcycles? Ah, uh, in love. Easter eggs too. A lot of Easter eggs. I only picked out a couple myself, but um, pay attention. Again, so much detail. So, did you see onward? If so, what did you think? Let me know. Join the conversation on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Or a Facebook group now, which is Disney Marvel's pod which is the Disney Marvel's podcast group. Facebook.com slash groups slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Or on Twitter at Disney Marvels. You can also email the show with uh, your answers or suggestions for show ideas to Disney Marvels at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice message through the Anchor app or website. Links are in the show notes. I thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days. And I know that you've taken some of that time to spend with me. Just how crazy everything is. Um, I appreciate it. And every time that you listen, I really appreciate it. And I, I don't know how much more to describe it. Please leave a rating um, in reviews. It helps let people know about the show. If you can't do that, just let the people know. Let, let your friends know about the Disney Marvel show. The more people we have in this family, the better. Don't forget to just subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. But while you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support. Or find out our Patreon page. Links are in the show notes. You get some gifts that way. And remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, no matter how bleak the news may make the situations or steam, don't give up. Things will get better. If it's personal, is it whatever it is, this too shall pass. And you are worth it. You're worth the fight. You're worth the effort. There's the light inside of you. Grab hold of it. And don't ever let go. Let it shine. Be your own hero. I'd like to finish up with a quote from Walt Disney. By nature, I'm an experimenter. To this day, I don't believe in sequels. I can't follow popular cycles. I have to move on to new things. So with the success of Mickey, I was determined to diversify. That's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.